Hey there, this is Tanner Coppernall with The Vision Project. I'm excited and so blessed that you have joined us today on another edition of the VP Podcast. Today we're going to be going through a series of five different episodes on the subject of preaching theology. Hope you enjoy. Alrighty, people. Who is ready to go on the roller coaster of the subject of theological preaching? And really, today's subject is what is the definition of biblical and theological preaching? Um, and as we discuss this, I'm just going to say up front, I'm not an absolute expert on this. And I'm going to let you know that right here and right now because I am still learning and growing and trying to understand, you know, exactly what preaching is. And so I'm going to say this right here and right now, as we go through the series, I am not proclaiming to be an expert. I'm not proclaiming to be um, some sort of genius when it comes to preaching, but these are kind of the fundamentals to preaching. And that's kind of what I want this series to be on is what is preaching? How do we form it? How do we speak it properly, biblically? And how do we get our theology that is based on the word uh, when it comes to the matter of preaching. And really, this is my rough, and I mean rough definition. You can go on for pages and pages and pages, but I have a limited amount of time uh, when it comes to discussing on this subject. So let's get to it. My definition, rough again, is preaching is a scripture-inspired message that proclaims inspiration, affirmation, conviction, preparation, and revelation. Now, I'm going to call these things the five ions. And the reason why I kind of kept it consistent is because, well, that's what you want to do in preaching. No, I'm kidding. Uh, It's because I want this to stand out to you. I want for, for you to understand that these are just some things that goes into preaching, but it all is true. It all happens. This is exactly what should happen in your sermon. Um, for the most part. Now, I'm not saying you will touch on all of these subjects every single time that you preach, but what I am saying is these things tend to happen when somebody speaks. And the first and foremost is inspiration. Now, why does preaching proclaim inspiration? Well, it's inspiring from the Word of God. And as we see the character of God throughout the narrative of Scripture, we are inspired by that narrative to go out and to live and to reflect God's character. And so preaching should inspire. Uh, The next is affirmation. This is clear and obvious. You know, this is something that a lot of modern day preachers uh, try to hit on and touch on is affirmation, which means encouragement. I'm being encouraged or I'm either being affirmed in what I'm doing or to be affirmed in what you should be doing. Um, This is what preaching tends to do when you are biblically preaching. Uh, And next is really one of the main things um, that leads to affirmation and that's conviction. So I probably should have put this more in order, but uh, conviction is a huge, huge part of preaching. And now it's not the goal. 
Uh, it's not necessarily the goal of preaching, but it does come into play because as people analyze what scripture is being spoken, as it is inspiring, it leads to conviction. It allows me to feel convicted of the things that I'm not doing or the things that I have done, and that leads to repentance. And so conviction allows me to realize that I need transformation, and that's through the, the preaching of the gospel. That's that's through understanding what Jesus has done for me. That's understanding of what God did throughout the Old and New Testament, etc. Now, this also wants to give you a uh, kind of this call to action of preparation. Preachers tend to give you the do's and don'ts, right? This is more so the um, traditional way of speaking, as some would call it, or maybe the more conservative way of preaching is give you the do's and don'ts, tell you not to do these things, but then provide you no sort of solution. Well, good biblical preaching gives you preparation. It gives you preparation of what to do when you exit those doors, also gives you uh, an idea of what you should do before entering the doors. And so, Biblical preaching offers you an opportunity to look at preparation. How should I prepare for each day? How should I prepare my heart when getting ready to preach? How should I prepare my heart when getting ready to live my life? All of these things are based on human experiences um, as we see the character of God and the actions of Jesus in his life in the Gospels. So it provides not only inspiration, affirmation, conviction, preparation, but it also gives revelation. Now, I'm not saying that the preacher is the prophet because that would be absolutely heretical. Um, I don't think in my personal beliefs that we have modern day prophets. I think that people who proclaim to be are heretical. Um, I'm not saying that people can't be uh, leaders and uh, evangelists and whatnot. I'm just saying we may not have the exact position as a prophet. Um, but revelation, meaning this is something that somebody's never heard before. So I can't assume as I'm entering into the sermon that everybody knows everything that I'm preaching. This is one of the main problems and one of the biggest dangers that we have in our modern times. And this is something that I will speak on in a couple of prompts coming forward, what you'll see in future episodes. Um, but really mainly, we cannot assume that everybody is a Christian. And as I am preparing for this sermon, there's a specific way that I can study that can help me keep focus on the word and, and how it is inspired by the spirit and scripture. Um, and that is through this process called SPEC. Um, and it's an acronym uh, for sins to confess and avoid, promise to keep, example to follow, command to obey, and knowledge about God. And so as you go through this process of studying yourself individually as a speaker, as you are really infused in the word and, and engaging with the word of God, you are thinking and processing how you are going to release this to the audience that you are preaching to. And so as you are reading your passage that you will be speaking on, um, as you are reading on the passage that you know, relates to your topic, you know, however you speak, whether it's topical, expositional, uh, narrative, etc. You can see this process help you to have a directed train of thought towards this audience. And so what it looks like, and I'll take you through the process, is S, which stands for sins to confess and avoid. Um, you're thinking to yourself, in the passage, does God say something about sin? 
Um, is there a sin to confess? And so what you're asking yourself is really what you'll relay to the crowd. What you're asking to the crowd is, what do you see that God is saying about sin in this passage? Um, and then P is promise to keep. You're saying to the audience, you know, what? look at the promises that God is saying here in this passage, as well as E, example to follow. Do I find people in this passage to give a good role model to? Do I find these people in the passage that are reflecting this Christ-like character? You know, are they compatible to the way that I should live in my daily life? Or are they the complete opposite of how I should live my life? C, command to obey. Are there specific commands that are given in the passage that you can relate to? And this is exactly what you're, you know, taking your audience through. Again, maybe not specifically in every single sermon. And here's the last one knowledge about God. Is there anything, which usually there is, in almost every single passage, is there any sort of information that I gained about the character of God in this passage? And all of these steps in spec, as you are studying the Bible, are questions you can ask yourself how you can gain proper theology of preaching so that you can biblically speak. As Jesus spoke many, 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 many different times, you can see that his words that he was speaking was so infused and inspired by the message that the people knew. He knew his audience. He understood what they were dealing with. He understood the questions that they had. This is the perfect preacher to give us the perfect example of what preaching is to look like. And as you look in the Gospels and you see how Jesus spoke and as you see how Jesus was just inspired to give this convicting message, this message that gave affirmation, conviction, preparation of what is to come, you see that through Revelation. You see that through you know, his morality and his ideology and his thinking, his way of life, you are then inspired by that. So Jesus is the perfect example, the perfect preacher who came to give us the perfect example of how we should be preaching. And that is all of these different things, all of these things that, you know, I had talked about. And again, that is a rough, beyond rough definition of what preaching is. But overall, you find biblical theological preaching not based on your own self but you are absolutely dependent and reliant on the word in order to be inspired to give inspiration affirmation conviction preparation and revelation again all of these different things aren't necessarily going to be touched on you're not going to give a perfect sermon every single sunday or wednesday or whenever you speak that isn't a promise you aren't given the promise that you are going to preach a perfect sermon every single time that you speak, but you are given the opportunity to really invest in God's word and spend time with Holy Spirit. Um, I think the best sermons that I have personally spoken have been the, the times that I've really chewed on this sermon, when I've really chewed on the text, when I've really invested myself with spending time with God because the more that I know about God, the more that I can speak about him properly. And so this is how we gain our proper theology of preaching is simply by seeing the character of God, who he is, 
who Jesus was and how he gave us the perfect example of preaching. So, biblically speaking, as you see and look at the character of Jesus, how he spoke, how he taught people, you see the progression, you see the perfection, you see all of it giving us an opportunity to look at Jesus and try to reflect him as best as we can as we speak. Hey, if you've made it this far, I want to thank you so much for your contribution to the Vision Project. We are just so blessed that you joined us today and you made it this far, which is pretty impressive, I have to say. If you want to learn more about biblical preaching so that you may have a proper theology behind preaching, go ahead and stay with us through this series as we go into the next episode. And again, I am not the perfect expert on this subject. But I love learning and I love growing on this subject, chewing on it more and more so I can honor God the best way possible as I speak every single time. I hope you guys were blessed by this episode. Please go ahead and like, subscribe, follow, whatever it is on whatever platform you're listening to on this podcast. I want to thank you so much again and again for joining us today. Have a blessed day. See you guys.